Before we get started, I want to point out that we will be talking about suicide later in the episode. Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're talking about the library, life is strange, Batman Arc in VR, trigger warnings, and more. Because when we were talking before, you said uh, you've what we watched... The new stuff you've watched is exactly what we talked about last week, which is yeah. kind of funny because I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, those shows are good, especially This Is Us. <laughs> so yeah, good. I finally watched it. Oh, oh it's so good. Oh. All right. So I did I did want to do a few housekeeping things. So before we before we do anything else, um, pitch Extra Life. Pitch Extra Life? Yeah. Oh, man. Do it. So... Extra Life is a 24-hour gaming marathon. Um, so instead of, you know, walkathons or, or runs, you get people to sponsor you to play games for 24 hours. And I've been doing this. This will be my fourth year. Um, it's awesome. All the money goes towards Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And the hospital I play for is one that actually took care of me when I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty invested in this. Yep. So so it's Rare Candy is your team, right? Rare Candy is my team. Yep. Um, you can go to extra-life.org, um, and you can either search for me as a player or my team is Rare Candy. A um, little play on some, some Pokemon and the fact that I'm diabetic. And shouldn't eat candy, <laughs> <laughs> even though I do all the time. Um, game day is coming up. It's November 5th. Yep. Um, so send in donations or join the team or make your own team and pick your own hospital. And I'll put the, I'll put the um, link to yeah. – I'm going to put the link to you directly on the podcast because I know, okay. I know uh, your wife is beating you. In donations. No, she's not. She's not? Oh, last time I checked, she was beating you. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. She's $20 ahead of me. $20 ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured we'd uh, do something about that. But it's a, it's, a, it's a great cause. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way. Um, I wanted to talk content first, but I, I want to give you an update on the, on the wiki. Right? So remember that time I said that it was going to be uh, geektherapy.wikia.com? You you did I, say that. I uh, it was it was it was a, a big fat lie. It wasn't. It was it existed, and as I was for the last couple of weeks, I kept um, messing around with it and learning how to use it. And I I finally sat down and said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna add way more content." And when I sat down, I said, "You know what? There's I I don't I don't feel good about this." So I spent way more time <laughs> building a completely different one. So <laughs> the Wikia one is dead. Wikia, I actually, I contacted them. I was like, kill this thing, get rid of it. They deleted it, so it doesn't even exist. So now it's at uh, library.geektherapy.com. And, and this, is, this, is, this is it. This one is for real. It's using the exact same uh, software that Wikipedia uses. So the format is very similar. And I... I added. I had to add features, and I had to code them in. And uh, I'd never uh, done anything like that with with this 
with, with this particular uh, software. So it's a media wiki. It's a, it's a cool platform. And now we're hosting it. So we have our own, it's ours, right? It's not Wikia. Oh, Wikia just like with And ads. they just changed their name to fandom, like you said. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. But there's a lot of things about it. Again, like they could do whatever they want with the, with that information. Technically, it's theirs. They're they're getting ad revenue, and I don't I don't care about the ad revenue so much as as just how aggressive they are with and excessive they are with the ads. Right. Um, and that's uh, a, and that's their platform. It's a free service. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So absolutely. they have to do it. Yeah. It never bothered me until it was our stuff there, <laughs> surrounded exactly. by like just whatever uh, they felt like. So, so that's dead. <laughs> and library.geektherapy.com now has more content than the Wikia ever did. And, and so I wanted, I wanted to throw this by you. Um, in addition to, like, I feel, I feel really good about um, kind of the format we've come up with and all that. And uh, I, I'm thinking that my, my next step is I'm going to send that out to a few people that I trust, like, uh, or who, whose opinion I'd love to hear. <laughs> like Lawrence Rubin, okay. for example. Like I really want to get uh, his input on it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like his seal of approval would be would be really good. But I, I'm just curious to see if he if he has any ideas, any tweaks, anything like that. Again, on the formatting, not so much the the content, right? Yeah. You know? And I and I built out. Um, I was building out the navigation menu, and all of that isn't. If you're used to updating wikis, then then you know that it's tedious, but it's not it's not really intuitive when you start out. Hmm. And switching from Wikia to, to MediaWiki was a little weird. And perhaps I'm getting too technical. But now it's library.geektherapy.com and I'm I'm quite fond of it. I really like it. Uh, Good, because you spent all that time on it. <laughs> I spend so much time. Oh, man. It was a lot of time. And a lot of it was just looking up uh, the different – like there's just – like when I tried to edit something, it looked like I was typing on a typewriter. Mm-hmm. It was just this very basic, um, you know, just uh, normal, you know, like basic text editor. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What is what is this? I, I can't I, – I don't, I don't want to use this. Like how do you – how is this possible? Like this isn't the way Wikipedia works. And it's because you have to add everything – into it additionally. Oh wow! So there's a lot of stuff uh, to do, but and then if you want to, um, if if you want to edit directly on the wiki, anybody can do it now. You just have to create an account. So once you go to library. Uh, on the top right, you'll see a login, and then you can you can create an account and you can add stuff directly, and or you can still use the form that we have, and actually. In case this is your first time, the Geek Therapy Library is a resource for people working in social services, teachers, parents to touch difficult, um, complicated issues or feelings using media that we know and love. So right now we are every week building on that by talking about different TV shows and games and things like that. So... Um, like last week, we talked about the new episodes of different TV shows, and although there aren't any entries for those yet, we nope. talked about the potential for them. And yes. again, we have we have uh, a good foundation of of content that we've been gathering for the last year, and we'll we're gonna throw that in there. Okay, all that was housekeeping stuff, and 
So uh, here's the weird thing. I wanted you to talk about Life is Strange, mm-hmm. the video game. It's so but, good. So it's on sale as as we're recording. Oh, wow. It was only 10 bucks on PS4. So do you want to buy it and then we oh, talk I, I bought it? I bought it earlier today. Okay. Uh, but, but I didn't get to start it. Okay. So, so let's do this. I know you haven't finished it yet, right? I have not finished it yet. I'm really close to finishing it. Okay. So pitch it to me. Pitch? pitch it to all of us. Yeah. About why it's cool. And then I'm going to play it either way. But pitch okay. it so that if people want to check it out, even if they don't finish it, right, but they can kind of at least try it out so they can – and then we can talk about that particular game next week. Okay. Because I want to – I kind of want to – I don't want you to talk about it only. I want to I yeah, yeah. have a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the pitch for ah, – let's see. How can I pitch this? It's not a game for everybody, but – if you enjoy it, you're gonna love it. Like it is. That's a weird way to pitch. I know anything, it's a weird Lara. way to pitch it, <laughs> but but okay. So it's what are they calling it? A it's a graphic adventure game, um, and you are a high schooler who's just turned eighteen, named Max, who's a girl. Which is really cool. She's not Maxine, which is her name. She's Mad Max. She likes that name. Um, and there's a, some weird stuff going on in town. Um, she just moved to this new place. Um, all The whole game is based on decisions you make. So little decisions you make in the game are going to affect future things in later episodes of the game. Um, so this is like like the Walking Dead type of game like a like a narrative um like a story a story game where you pick different options? Yes. You okay. pick different options. Um it's similar to Walking Dead, but um you have a little more control I think than um than in uh in Walking Dead. I've only played a little bit of Walking Dead, and I like this better. Um, there's something about, and we can get into this more when you play. There's something about the characters that really pulled me in, and I really feel like when I'm playing, I feel like I am Max, and I feel like what she is feeling is what I'm feeling, and what I'm feeling is what she's feeling. Um, it's a really interesting way to play. Um, I've been sucked in for days now, and it's a it's a short game. Um, but all my it's free five time. episodes, right? Yeah, there's five, five episodes. Five. Um, depending on how quickly you go through it or how much you choose to explore every little detail, um, an episode could be I think like an hour to two hours, maybe more. Um, I, I I lose track of time, so it's kind of hard but i've been blowing through these episodes pretty quickly so you made a you made a you made an entry for i made one an of the entry episodes. for one of the episodes like well, like why like what what was it because uh, i mean at this point i mean i think we've talked about this we can't make an entry for everything that we see but no. sometimes things are just so like special right or they have so much potential that you can't help but take a moment and and 
and make an entry. So what was it about this game in particular? Um, and I I don't want to spoiling it. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, there. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so hard. Um, without naming any characters or anything, um, there is a scene that's really intense. Um, they deal with suicide. Um, and, and suicidal ideation and things like that in the game. Um, and the experience, sorry, my cats are making a lot of noise right now. Um, the experience of talking to this person and trying to help them um, really come to terms with like what life is like and it's worth living and you basically talk this person down. Or try to talk so you, to so you're there. having like this conversation and you're you're with the person and you're with in the, the person game, in the game and you're trying and you're choosing what to say yes you're choosing what to say based on previous choices you have made in the game oh so, and are you so trying to you, talk this the, person out of it you're trying to talk this person out of it oh okay and so That's serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's serious and so if you choose to do something or not do something earlier in the game you're choice options for talking this person down it, from from trying to hurt themselves is like limited so oh okay my imagination is going now it's like, yeah i'm um, guessing again without having played it i'm guessing some one of those things would be like you you can't say something that that person obviously knows is a lie for example or those or those kind like, of things yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um okay and so it has been like that scene in and of itself was really intense and um, as a mental health professional who I haven't had to talk anyone down from from suicide, but definitely from hurting themselves or um, hurting others, I've de-escalated a situation like that. But even so, this like, yeah, this game is this game is intense. And so how do you feel it handled that? Um, I think it handled it pretty well. Okay. Um. I don't know all of. I mean, there's 50 billion options on what could happen. Not really, yeah, so but who there's. Who knows what will happen who, when I play it? Yeah. Right, exactly. So, um, and really, there's not 50 billion options. There's probably like anywhere from four to eight options of what happens, or or little details that are different. Um, okay. But um, at least when yeah, the decision tree, we don't know what, what exactly. What it would look like. Yeah. So at least how I played it, I feel like they handled it pretty well. Um, and even, and I didn't notice it until after that scene, but on the, on the actual games, like main menu, it says if you're affected by anything that happens in, in any of the content in life is strange, you can go to life is strange.com slash talk. Um, and it, um, I went to the site and it shows all kinds of resources for um, crisis lines and things like that. And it also it encourages you to talk to somebody if it's if it bothers you or affects you in a serious way. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, you, okay. Really responsible. You with that. Yeah, really no, responsible. Yeah. Um, and yeah. there's and there's so like that's one thing that I wanted in. Um, in this game to point out, and I already have like three other 
well, not three, uh, three or four or five other major things in this game that I want to talk to you about. That's like, uh, everything is affecting things. And I think I told you the other day, like I stayed up at night thinking about the choices I made and the story and how this game has made me feel. Oh, it's Oof. so good. Okay. Okay. Then I'm, uh, I'm sorry. It took me so long. <laughs> there's a, there's a flash sale right now on, on, uh, PSN. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then definitely, um, check out. So, so for the next episode, we will have, I can't promise I'll play through the whole thing. No, no, but no, no, no. We'll definitely have a, an in-depth conversation about it. Like I'm, and- I'm, I'm like an episode and a half further than than the entry I made and there's already like huge topics that they're handling really well um okay no and I've heard amazing things about the game I just I just haven't you know hadn't checked it out okay yeah so okay so let's let's stop the life is strange conversation there and have a more in-depth conversation yeah next episode yeah oh I cannot I cannot wait okay that's and I'm so glad to hear that yeah and I mean this is one of those things where I like anything that has that's mental health related, I want to I want to check it out because, especially in games, you know that interactive component is oh, there's so much potential. There's okay. so much potential for this game in general, and we will talk about it. Yep. Next time. Okay. <laughs> and then and then I'm gonna also. <laughs> I'm sorry about this, but I also bought Ghost, <laughs> the the comic book, but I haven't read it. Mm-hmm. So I plan. I don't want to talk about it until like I want. I want to talk about it with you. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I haven't. Do- I haven't done an entry on that one yet because okay. I have a feeling there's going to be so much stuff that we. Oh, that we can talk. We can about. talk about, and then that will lead. But um, so, what is what is Ghosts, and how could people find it? Ghosts is a graphic novel by Raina T- Telgemeier. Um, she does so like everything she writes could be um, entry worthy. Um, I, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to write an entry about ghosts. And she's like, what? One of Raina's books? <gasps> I'm so surprised because everything <laughs> is just, oh, it's so good. She writes, um, young adult, like middle age and, and middle grade, sorry. Um, <laughs> middle, middle age, yeah, middle, yeah. middle grade, like middle school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Middle school, um, and, and high school is, but you know what? Yeah. You can go younger with some of the stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Um, But this one is a book about um, a girl named Kat and her little sister um, move from, I I think it specifically says, from L.A. to a a colder area of... um, of California um, in a, in a made up town, but it's based on like uh, Santa Cruz, Northern coast, like a cooler area. Um, the younger sister has um, cystic fibrosis. And so they move so that she can breathe easier and have, um, and, and not be in the LA smog. Um, and there's a lot of, teenage like angst about moving um and a lot of stuff about health um and dealing with with someone with a serious illness and oh, it's so good it's so good um and i don't i can't get into too much detail without spoiling it for you because you haven't read it yet <laughs> yeah so don't okay don't do that yeah I, I, again i already bought it i already bought it so so you're so gonna we'll, read it yeah. It shouldn't take that long to read. It's a quick read. 
It's really good. Yeah. And the art I'll, I'll is beautiful. <clears throat> I'll definitely read it. I just couldn't uh, read it by today. And so I can't promise I'll have it. I'll have both things done by next week. But no. So first I'll do Life is Strange. And then in a future episode, we'll, we'll do Ghosts. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll try to have it by next week. Okay. This is just like a big preview episode. So so I do I do want to bring up two things that I I, th- I just thought of. I'm going to do something weird. And and for listeners, this will be weird. Um, I'm going to go back. Like So at this point, you will have heard a trigger warning at the beginning of the episode. And because I'm, I'm going to record it <laughs> after we talk now because we didn't do it when we talked about suicide. And I just wanted to like touch base. So like I, I'm absolutely pro uh, trigger warning and yes. actually every episode of Geek Therapy. Are you pro, you're pro trigger warning we've, also? We've had a discussion about trigger warnings. I'm pro yeah, trigger warning, yeah. especially with yeah. serious stuff like suicide. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's weird because there's an explicit rating on the show mm-hmm. as a whole. But I, it's not really clear why. It's not because we're cursing up a storm. It's because of the issues that we that we touch. Right. And I want to do a better job of, of kind of discussing that. You wanted to say something? I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No. I uh, I just wanted to say, you know, life is strange is full of that. And I I think that that's important when we, when we actually do talk about the game in depth um, next time. That there are triggers everywhere in that game. And so... It's going to be important for an entry to have um, specific, yeah, yeah. yeah spe- and it's true. And it's true. I mean, you, you and I have talked about this in the past before, and I don't know why I, I, I just got confused for a second because recently I was talking to someone about it, and this is the most disjointed episode of Geek Therapy ever. Okay, you ready? Okay, okay. I'm going to do a pitch, and I'm going to do it right now in the middle instead of recording it at the beginning, even though I'm going to go back. Forget it. Uh, so one thing that happened over the last couple of weeks is that I I put all of the podcasts that I'm involved in, right? Right. Um, that all sparked from this show and from the website because that's how I met these people. That's how I uh, – these conversations started. Mm-hmm. So there's – and, and you've and you've uh, been a guest on on headshots and and so I I put them all together everybody we all kind of agreed to put them under like the geek therapy banner so I if you go in iTunes and you look under like artist name or the person who created the thing and now if you look up geek therapy network you'll see all these different shows and at the moment there's four shows so this is me announcing that we now have a a podcast network and. And I'm really glad that we did this because we can it, – it won't be so weird to talk about the fact that we're like, oh, this happened on this show or this happened on this other show. Right. So Geek Therapy is, you know, about the the really like the positive potential of geek culture. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And right now we're focusing on the Geek Therapy library, which is the thing that we're building. And within that, we're talking about all this other stuff. And then uh, Psych-Tech and Headshots are two shows that are me and Kelly Dunlap, who is a uh, PsyD and a game designer. So we're talking about uh, psychology and technology in the context more of an educational like um, discussion around human behavior and technology. And then Headshots does the same thing with video games because we kept talking about video games, but I decided to branch that out. <laughs> like it, it felt like a separate conversation. And you've been a guest on on Headshots yes. recently. 
And then there's a fourth show with Woody Harris, who's been on this show and he's written on the site. And, and he's given us some some entries. He has, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his thing is tabletop gaming. And he came to me uh, over a year ago saying, man, I really, I have this idea for a game and I really, really want to do it. Um, can we, uh, you know, like, are you in? Like, how would this work? And I love podcasting and I love uh, helping people set up their show and, and make a podcast. Anytime I, anybody tells me, like, oh, I'm making a show, I immediately start asking them questions to try to, like, Make sure that they have everything they need. Make sure you have an RSS feed. Make sure you have a microphone. Anyway, so so that show is up to. Uh, it's called Rolling for Change, and it's uh, Woody Harris, who is a marriage and family therapist, Brian Peace, who is a teacher, and they're both huge geeks, uh, huge into tabletop gaming, um, like the type of people who go to gaming conventions all the time. And tabletop conventions are different than video game conventions. Yes. Because you're just playing for three days straight. It is incredible. <laughs> um, they're, they're incredible. The only gaming convention I've been to is GamerX, and I wish I've, I would have gone to more this year. Um, there's a lot in the San Francisco Bay Area. GamerX, you know, the, you could either play all day or go to panels. So I guess it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. These things are like weekends at a hotel yeah. And there's just this huge area and people are just playing nonstop. Like yeah. they, they go, they they take a nap and they come back. I've got friends that go to incredible. Gen Con. I, I've heard yeah. the stories. <laughs> yeah. And Gen yeah. Con and is the biggest gaming convention. Yeah, yeah. And that's very commercial, so there's a lot of fan ones too. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that world. And I've been on most of the episodes so far of uh Rolling for Change, but that's definitely uh Woody's thing. Um and, and so and my plan is to expand out, right? And so if people want to um, have an idea or like an idea of something they want to hear, not even, not necessarily that they want to do it or if they want to do it, definitely talk to me. I'll, I'll uh, be happy to have that conversation and try to make it happen. You're going to be running like 25 podcasts at once. That's going to be, that's going to be you like 25 at once. <laughs> at least. Hey, I mean, the other day someone told me like, Oh, I want to do a talking, like talking dead, but for Westworld. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, except that if you search, there's like 50 of those already, and Westworld already started, which uh, so two weeks ago, so you're, you're, you're late behind. to the game. You're <laughs> behind, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not special, you know? Like, I know, like, the conversations that we're having here, people are, other people aren't having them, you know? Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just do another, like, uh, Kelly and my um, perspective on things is, is pretty unique, and and we didn't find any shows like that out there, and that's why we did it. Anyway, my point for all this, <laughs> other than announcing, uh, half announcing the, the network, is that I, I was having a, a very long conversation with, with Kelly about trigger warnings. And so we're going to have an, an episode very soon on... Psych tech about this this topic in in the in the, in the digital world, right? Like, right. How, what can we do? Like, yeah, you know, I've heard people argue, well, you know, you, the real world doesn't have trigger warnings; things just happen. Like, yeah, but digital tools give us the ability to offset that, right? So, something like, um, and and of course, this is like uh, in my head now because of what you said about uh, life is strange. The fact that it has that warning and an offer to help 
right in the menu screen is incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's easy to do, which which I'm thinking now like there's better there's better ways for us to do it too on this show. Well, and it's important for us to do it, I think, because we're telling people to go out and look at this stuff. Oh, um, absolutely. And absolutely. so we need to like. Obviously, someone should know, like, hey, suicide's a topic that's, you know, something that's going to upset me. Maybe I should be careful about looking at things or uh, or having someone look at something um, with suicide in it. Um, and, and hopefully clinicians are going to be, you know, more responsible about about knowing when their their clients are ready to, to talk about things or experience things, especially in I talked about Life is Strange. Life is Strange. It's a very you're in the moment and you're dealing with this like face on and you're making decisions that affects things that can affect this person directly. And you're watching something very triggering. Um, I don't have any experience personally with, with suicide, but I could see how someone playing the game would have like a visceral reaction to that. Um, and so I definitely think it's important for us to have a warning like that on there um, just to be aware of, hey, this game or this comic or this movie or whatever is um, could have some stuff that's pretty intense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And just be aware of what you're doing when you go into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't necessarily agree that it's enough to have an R rating on a film or an right. M rating on a video game. And a perfect example of that is I played Batman Arkham VR. <laughs> okay? Isn't that one uh, a teen rating? No. No? No. Now, actually, let me double check because that game cannot possibly be teen rated, and I'm going to tell you why in just a second. Okay. Let's look this up. I'm pretty sure it's... All the other Arkham games are... I haven't played the VR, but I think all the rest of them are T. Okay, let me see. So GameStop says that Arkham VR is M for Mature. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Now, um, so spoiler warning for the first scene. I'm not going to spoil the game because that game game is amazing. No, it's a completely different game, right? It's completely different. No, no, no. It's... It's the fourth – well, it is a completely different game, but it's officially the fourth entry in the series. Okay. So, yeah. So it happens Wait, after Arkham Knight. That would be five. Well, technically because Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't yeah, counting Origins. Don't, yeah. yeah, no one counts Origins. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it happens it, – it, it, it happens after Knight. Okay. And, and Rocksteady says it's the last game that they're going to make. Um, but I think I think it's it's really important to talk about that first scene, and as a warning, right? So even if you don't want spoilers for Arkham VR, listen to this. When you start playing the game, the first scene is called Origin. Guess what you're playing? The death of his parents, right? Oh, God. the scene that we've seen over and over again. <sighs> Lara. <laughs> okay. Did you cry? So, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's so much worse. Okay. Get ready, get ready. You play as 10-year-old Bruce from his perspective. Oh, no. So because you are smaller, you're, the entire world is bigger around you. You, oh. you are only up to about like a little higher than your parents' waist. And you can move around. And it's the scene right after the movies. And your mom is talking to you about something. And you see your dad. And you're in Crime Alley. And then 
Joe Chill shows up. So when this is happening, I am freaking out because I, I know this scene. And I've you seen know this. what's going to happen. I've seen it played out so many different ways, but I'd never, never seen it from – even in, in one of the Arkham games when you're like in, a, in, a, in one of the Scarecrow um, fear levels, you kind of see the, the scene again. But Batman is a – like the Batman Arkham games are a third-person perspective. Right, right. So you're seeing the body. You're seeing everything from farther away. You've now got I'm that separation. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. So right now I'm I'm freaking out, okay? I am tense when this is happening. And so obviously if you know Batman's story, right, his parents are murdered uh, in this scene and classic, right? It, it's even Batman v Superman did it. Mm-hmm. So you are Bruce and you're not just watching it because you are Bruce so you can move around. So your mom stands in front of you and tries to cover you when Joe Chill pulls out his gun on, on, on your dad. So you are directly behind your mom. And because you can move around, I can kind of like scoot around my mom to try to get a better look at what's happening. Oh, no. I, right? I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then the, the, the worst part is that it's the first scene. It's not like, hey, uh... Let's get you, um, a, you know. Let's get. Let's There's get no you. flashback scene later, right? It, it's it's right there. It's, this is what but you. It, but it's not even like, hey, if this is your first VR experience, let's make sure that everything. Like, no, there's like a quick calibration thing at the beginning, and the story. That's where it starts. You're reliving that scene, and and you know he's having a dream, but you're reliving that scene, and you see it from from that perspective, and the scene plays out, and. You're in the middle of it. And people – so it's so – like the mom is talking to you. She like um, bends down to get down to your level and starts talking to you and looking at you in the eyes. And after Joe Chill um, shoots both parents, he comes up in your face <laughs> and taunts you, okay? And because he's so much taller, he's also like towering over you. The whole scene was way – way more um, intense than I ever expected, okay? Looking back, right, like like as a, as a Batman fan, just, let's just leave it at fan, mm-hmm. right? This was incredible. The entire game is fantastic. I, it's like my go-to game. But I had somebody come over and I was like, hey, you want to try the VR? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I want to do Batman. I skipped that. I wasn't going to put that. I don't want to put that on for anybody. Right. Like as, a, as their first experience trying out VR. Absolutely not. So my point is, as an M-rated game, it doesn't tell you that you are going to be first-person view as a 10-year-old witnessing the murder, the the shooting of your parents yeah. in the opening scene of the game and the adult who does it is going to come and yell at you afterwards. How do you even, how do you, how do you warn for that? And I, how do you warn for that know. in the context? And how do you warn for that in the context of, uh, you're trying to tell a story. It's a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the movies, there isn't a spoiler warning flashing in front of every scene that could potentially be traumatic. But this one in particular, mm-hmm. like we, we got to talk about this one. <laughs> how many kids are going to – okay, so – Even if, it, how even many if people, it's M-rated, even if it's M-rated, you can buy that when you're 17. And I just know me at 17 or 18, my mom had passed away when I was 11. That scene, if I had 
done that. I I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever play another virtual reality game again. And that's the thing, right? It's like on on one hand, it's it's a shooting, right? Mm-hmm. People, two people are getting shot in front of you. First of all, second of all, it's the murder of your parents. Third, you're being put into the position into the place of a child, where again your perspective is completely different, and and and, and people your are towering are over you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, not like they're taller than you. Like you can tell the moment you start playing, you're like, oh, this is so cool. I'm the kid, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I know what this is. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. So I don't know how you trigger a warning for that, other than you know what you said before is exactly right. Like. If we don't talk about it, and and not just us on the show, but I mean, like we as mental health professionals, as people right. who are who are in a position to to see the potential, um, like re re traumatizing and re triggering effects of of these things, like then whose responsibility is it? I I mean, and and also it's not like. Yeah, you can just close your eyes. That's true. But it's also not as easy as just like you have this headset on. And you're hearing it. And yeah. And you have two controllers in your hand. Like there's all this stuff. And I had, um, I'm playing, I'm doing it right. I played standing up. I cleared my living room, calibrated <laughs> everything. I turned off the lights. I had uh, really no good headphones on. No shortcuts for you. No, no, no. So I had, I wanted the experience. And but after and, and after that scene, it actually happens very quickly and it immediately like you wake up and then you go to you start the game and then the, the game is just honestly, it's kind of mind blowing. It's so it's so great as a Batman fan. It's incredible. And as an Arkham game, it is fantastic. But afterwards, I haven't been able to stop thinking about that first scene and I've I've wanted to go back to replay it just to. See if I'm remembering everything correctly, but I haven't, haven't wanted to because I felt so uncomfortable. Hmm. And and on and this is a completely new uh, frontier, right? How, how yeah. I've never had anything that came even close to that, including the real life equivalent, right? There's no virtual or real life equivalent that I've ever had to something like that. And and for me a grown man who talks about this stuff all the time, both Batman and You don't want to do it again. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was surprising. It was very surprising. Again, a lot of people will probably just play and be like, oh okay, yeah, that was it. Oh, this again. You know, but like you know, the most jaded VR player, ugh. <laughs> yeah. But um I think I think there's something there. I think there's something uh very, it's it's way more intense than than anything. I mean, it's again, it's it's not like reading about it from a first person perspective. It is, you hear it, you see it, and then again, and then the the fact that Joe Chill is like up in your face up about it afterwards is just well, and whew. I mean, and I'm talking about life is strange being affecting me and keeping me up at night thinking about the decisions I made and like. Part of it is being excited and part of it is like, well, what if I had done that instead? Would that person have done this? Would they have been upset with me? Have they have that? And, <laughs> and I don't, and that's just me playing a normal game with a controller and I just have to be in it and, and make the choices. And it's, uh, some of it is first person perspective and some of it's third, like it's like a third person perspective, but when you're having the conversations, you're closer up. So it's more like a first person. But you're Definitely. not like 
in it. Like, it's not, like, you're in it, but it's not, like, all around your head, and, like, you can't look around, and turn your head, and then there's a thing there. No. Yeah. So, and yeah. I had that reaction to that, so I can't even imagine, like, if Life is Strange was VR. I, I, oh. And, and, oh, and I know this so scene. good, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and this scene, like, I know it, right? What if I'm playing a game that I've, you know, it's a brand new experience for me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the the new Tomb Raider, which which actually has uh, touches on the effect of uh, on effects of trauma and and um, and in the promotional material for the second game, it was her speaking with her therapist, right? I mean, there there's there's some interesting conversations to have around that game, and the re-release of the second game has a VR experience, but I don't know what's there. Yeah, you know, like this one, I knew what. I knew the moment that I that that scene started, I could have stopped it because I knew it was going to happen. But people are going to be surprised by some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think about people talking about Resident Evil. Um, no, I, I won't even. I won't even do the demo. I, <laughs> <laughs> I get stressed out playing Resident Evil, and the zombies are coming at me, and I, I'm like, I can't shoot them all. Oh no! Oh no! I and I freeze up. <laughs> like, how am I going to deal with that? In virtual reality, I I don't I I want to try, but then I but then I don't, you know. Yeah, and it, you know, it's also one of those things where I I believe in the potential therapeutic uses of VR. Yes, in a supervised setting, you know. And that's the same same thing with everything we're talking about. There's there's potential for for a lot of good. And then there's also, you know, if you're triggered by things and you're not ready for it, we, people need to be aware of that, of themselves, and, and therapists need to be aware, and, and parents and educators, too. Well, I mean, at the very least, people, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people would appreciate it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's a whole other library we need to make, <laughs> <laughs> of like, you just put in the thing that you never, you know, that you don't want to see. Or that, you know, and the idea isn't to avoid certain things forever. No. Right? The idea is that at, there are points when you are, it's just, it's just not, not a good idea to bring that up um, for yeah. a number of reasons, right? You're, you may, you, you may not be in control of the reaction. If someone's just point. gotten mugged or something, they may not want to play. Batman. Or read um, the uh, what's the the Paul Dini book? Right. The um, what's it called? I forgot. Ah, uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. 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 Whew. Okay. This was a good talk. Again, this was this this episode was kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with a lot we'll, of good information and a lot of good conversation. I think so. I think so yeah. Yeah. Next week's gonna be good when we talk about those two games. And I got to talk about VR, so I'm happy. <laughs> Um, oh, shout out to listener of the show, Kathy. Cat. I'm going to call her Cat. I think she's okay if I call her Cat. She was at New York Comic Con, and uh, I contacted her so we could, you know, like meet up real quick because I, I wasn't actually going to go to the con. So we got to have breakfast together, and it was fantastic. We were talking about mental health, and five minutes in, she was describing how she explained a particular uh, mental health theory. With a Yu-Gi-Oh reference. What? It's fantastic. She's one of our people. Absolutely. That's our people right there. <laughs> That's our people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. Um, so shout out to Kat. And 
yeah, reach reach out to us. Yeah. Um, again, th- these conversations are way better when we when we hear what other people are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, and check out uh, Life is Strange and Ghosts for for a future. Uh, so you can follow along in in a future episode. And as always, I'll put those and I'm in pretty the sure we're probably going to spoil things in future episodes. So you might want to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So this is this is good. Um, to wrap up, geektherapy.com. Geektherapy.com slash podcast network to see all the different shows. And library.geektherapy.com for the ever growing, um, ever changing <laughs> um, a Geek Therapy Library. Um, the page on Patreon uh, has been updated to reflect kind of since we're hosting it ourselves, I think now that's like a very concrete um, option. Like if you want to be a part of it, again, uh, we welcome using the form or contacting us about a potential entry. I've been getting some amazing ones. Oh, some of the music ones are so good. Um, it's, it's been, it's been fantastic and I'll be reaching out to everybody who's, who's sending them in. And, um, another way is, uh, so I set a goal for like the hosting, right? So I, I set up a goal. So like if we get a certain amount, we could, we could host that thing for five years, make sure it doesn't go anywhere make sure it's, it's fine. Awesome. I mean, to be honest, I won't let it die, but you know, if the community does that kind of thing, I think it would be kind of cool. Right. So there's that. I'll put the link in for... Extra life, Extra and, life. And, yeah. and I'll keep talking about that um, rare candy, and I think I got everything. <laughs> All right, so we'll talk next week. 